Welcome to episode 14 of the Sports Bible. I'm your co-host, Michael. I'm your other co-host, Jackson. Um, right for news is practices has been officially back on. Boys are Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Girls are, I think, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays as well. Just different time slots. Um, but, however, I have some inside sources of upcoming games um looks like what I've, I've been told or found out we will just be playing regionals and then provincials um which kind of sucks we don't have a tournament to get going before regionals uh and i've had some inside sources on groups and where what, which group we have been selected to play in for regionals uh we are playing with, I think, Sheridan and St. Clair, maybe other one other team. Uh, Michael, I know you have, you've had experience before. Um, is this going to be a big matchup for us, Sheridan and St. Clair? Um, I think um, from, from just previous knowledge, they were teams that were definitely strong and definitely had to bring our best um, when going up against those teams. But I do think this year it's um, it's pretty interesting because everyone's kind of had – everyone's had a restart, right? And everyone has had to kind of work from the ground up just because um, COVID has shut things down. We haven't been able to train and stuff like that. But there is, you know – I think that's kind of, it's kind of fresh, you know, it's refreshing that everyone's just going to go in with the same mentality of just, let's just win, let's just work hard, you know. Um, there's no pre-existing invitational, no one knows whose team is good, bad, whatever. We're just going to go in there and play. And that's how it really should be, you know, no pre-existing judgments or anything like that. But I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. I'm ready. Um, I'm ready to get back into training. You know, we got we got a few weeks to to really get in shape. So let's do it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm excited, as you said. I just kind of wish we had somewhat of a game beforehand. Mm. So jumping right into regionals uh, because regionals is one of the one of the biggest tournaments in this league. Because it decides whether you make provincials or not. Um, I'm hoping we get a scrimmage game beforehand, somehow line it up with any team really, or someone finds a team. I know we have a couple of players on our team that play outside of the school, and they have teams who are willing to uh, play against us. But uh, the team's looking good. I just want to see how we how we click in game. Uh, really have a you know put out you know put all different starting lineups and see how each everyone plays with each, uh, with each other. Um, but yeah, as you said, I'm excited to go out there. We only have a couple of weeks left, but this mm -hmm. team is full of grit and determination. So we'll, we'll, I don't, you know, I'll think we'll be ready and I think we will, we'll shock ourselves. You know, hopefully, you know, I got to make provincials. I'll do whatever it takes to get us to provincials. Yes, sir. Um, and I'm sure everyone else has the same mindset. So, um, that covers pretty much Brian for news for 
that uh, this upcoming weekend um, or this upcoming week, pretty sure, is a big NBA All-Star game. So to uh, show love to the All-Star game, um, we're going to take some time to draft our team here. Um, as you guys know by now, Michael's a, a KD fan. Um, he'll be Team KD and I'll take over his team, LeBron. Uh, now to decide who goes first, we'll, uh, I don't know who got the most votes out of the KD or LeBron. I believe it was LeBron, but I will double check. Okay, we'll just go. Uh, I, th I think it was LeBron. Uh, yeah. We'll just, we'll, we'll uh, since I got the most votes, we'll, we'll let you, Team KD, select first. You got a lot of good players on this player pool. We do. <laughs> we'll, we'll go uh, starters and then we'll go to the bench. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Steph Curry. Okay. Okay. So Curry's off the board. Um, you know, you can't go wrong this guy, you know, put him up LeBron. <laughs> I'm going to go with Giannis here. Okay. Um, I am going to take Joel Embiid. Hey, so two of my first players' picks are gone here. Uh, we're going to go with the other big man. We're going to get Jokic. Okay. Um, so we got... I got to get my guards. <laughs> so I'm going to take Jaw. Take oh, my Jaw. God. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well... Take Jaw. <laughs> I do. I do need a point guard here, so I, I gotta go trade. Yeah. Um, so I got Jaw, Steph, KD, Embiid. Uh, out of the power forwards, who's left? We have Draymond. We have Gobert. You got out of the starters. You got Wiggins or Doro or Demar. Oh, and I get the, and then I get the, uh, the other, right? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna take Wiggins just for, <laughs> okay, position's so, sake. All right, so that that for works well with me because the market was shooting there. So I got Trey, Demar, LeBron, Giannis, and Jokic, and you were left with Curry. Uh, yeah, Curry, Jaw, Wiggins, KD. Yeah, and, and Joel. Beach. Okay, yes. okay. Um, so for the bench, I'm going to take. Ooh. The bench is a lot of good players here. It's loaded. There's two guys I really want. The rest, I can fill it out. First guy I'm going to take is, <laughs> I'm going to take Doncic. Okay. Okay. Uh, pick I already know who you're gonna take 
Okay, I don't know. I don't know if you know, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Booker. Okay. 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 I I'm gonna grab Zach Levine. All right. Okay. Uh, you know, this guy's been in here a while, so we need that type of leadership. So I'm going to, I'm going to go Chris Paul. Now I'm going to need some, some depth. So... I'll take some size. I'm gonna take Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. I was I was also gonna go size here, so I'm gonna take the other big man. I'm gonna go 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 uh, go, go bear. Yeah. I have to get this guy. I have to get Jason Tatum. <laughs> I okay. Have to take Tatum. I have okay. To. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh. I'm gonna need someone who can lock down, so I'm gonna go Jimmy. Jim buckets. Okay, okay. I got Dontridge. I know Draymond they they're yet to announce Draymond. It's a replacement. Um I think I'm going to take Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to pair Middleton with Giannis. I'm going to take Middleton. These couple players left. Yeah. I'm going to add some more size. I'll, uh, I will take Draymond. Draymond, Draymond and Steph. I'll take that. Okay. I think that leaves just, I think that leaves three players left here. Yes. yes. I don't know how he's been on. No one's taken him yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Harden. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, Harden's been getting know. no respect, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I know what you're gonna take here. Yeah, I gotta pick. take. I gotta take Van Vliet. I gotta yeah. take Van Vliet. Yeah, I was gonna snake him <laughs> just because I knew, but uh, you know, I'm I'm happy with Garland. I'm happy with Garland. Okay, so that leaves Team LeBron with starting five is Trey Young, the uh, Rosen, LeBron, Giannis, and Jokic. Uh, the bench of my team will consist of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler, Darius Garland, Rudy Gobert, James Harden, and Chris Milton. Mm-hmm. And t- Team Durant will have Steph, Jaw, Durant, Wiggins, and Joel. And then off the bench, we're going to have Luka Doncic. We're going to have Draymond Green, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Tatum, Kat, and Van Vliet. Oh, I'm definitely winning. (laughs) 
Uh, have we found out who's who plays in Durant? That's the thing. We have it. If we're gonna take it from the bench, I would probably start. Booker. Oh, no, I don't know because of size. Yeah, Booker's in the West. He's in the East. Yeah. Oh, you're right. They do. I'd probably start Tatum, to be honest. Tatum. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then someone who so whoever fills in for Durant is going to be on your team, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we don't know who, the, who that's going to be, and Draymond, whoever fills out Draymond. Yeah. Same thing. All right. So, yeah. You know, let us know who's who do you got here, Team LeBron or Team Durant? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's it'd be tough, you know. I tried I tried balancing out, you know, uh, your offensive player with a with a defensive player. For sure. Um, but you got a lot of offensive threat. The bench you got a lot of big men's. Yeah. Uh, Need some size. I'm surprised. I'm surprised this year there wasn't that many power forwards. Yeah, I was gonna say like when, when I look at it. it it's only Draymond who's in power. Yeah, you're only stuck with Draymond. Um, <laughs> you could potentially you got Giannis, but yeah, uh, I mean you could put players in power forwards, but they're not really power forwards besides Draymond and Giannis. Yeah, I'd say yeah, I agree. There's a lot of guard play. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of guard play. Yeah, that's happens. You get a fan vote. <laughs> you got a lot. Of, they vote a lot of guards. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, let us know who you got. You got my team, Team LeBron. You got Michael's team with Team KD. Uh, obviously, I got to back my team, Team LeBron, all the way. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see who takes KD's spot. Yeah. Because I, I think that's going to be the outcome of who wins the game, who loses. You think it'll be Jalen Brown? Oh, yeah, I think, it, you know, it, it could be – they could move Tatum in and then Brown. And yeah, the, and just Brown just – because Brown's yeah. been playing crazy. He yeah. has. Um, they might – they couldn't even move Levine there, but I don't I – don't, I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, like, Jared Allen could maybe make it. I don't – he hasn't been playing bad. Don't get me wrong. It's just I don't know. I I don't think so. I don't think no. so. No, I don't. You know, when you, when I think of Cleveland, I think of Garland. That's who yeah. I think. Of. Uh, maybe they move Spicy P in. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> you, know, I said no, but they could. Uh, you know, he's last twenty games is he's, he's playing very well, uh, mm-hmm. and it actually would add another power forward into the situation. So. A lot, lot of options there for the East. Um, and then the West, Draymond, Power Ford. I don't know. You know, I don't I don't think I can name another better power forward than Draymond in the West right now. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, unless you gotta move, you know, maybe they move Edwards in there. We don't know. Yeah, I thought about it as well. I thought about it as well. You know, I'm surprised they don't have Sabonis. You know, I know Pacers have been kind of shaky. You know, Sabonis is and definitely an all-star player. Uh, but speaking of Indiana, uh, big trade happened yesterday. They, yeah. they sent uh, Levert to Cleveland for Ricky Rubio and a, and a pick. 
Um, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's a big move in the sorry, it's a big step in the right direction for Cleveland. Um, getting Levert, another ball handler, another scorer, a guy who can create his own shot. Um, it's perfect for them. I know Ricky Rubio was a big help uh, for them, obviously, before he got injured. But I think it's it's an upgrade for sure because um, Levert can give you those extra, you know, six to eight points, and he's more likely to have games where he's very um, – uh, where he can kind of go off in games, you know, give you those 35, 40 points. Um, and he's young as well. So it adds more depth and uh, youthfulness to their side. Uh, he could come off the bench. He could start. Uh, they have that, that dynamic as well. So I, I think it's really good for Cleveland. It kind of shows where they don't, they're not really trying to rebuild, right? They're just trying to, they kind of got their young guys, right? And now they're just trying to go go with the flow. So you could potentially start Garland, Levert, um, who do you have? Markinane, Mobley, and Jared Allen, right? And then you have, I know Sexton's injured, but when Sexton comes back, uh, you can have Sexton off the bench. Um, you got Kevin Love there. You got Rondo. Um, you got a Coro too. Yeah, so good thing. Good things are happening for Cleveland. But what about you? What do you think? Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, this is, you know, right now they're a playoff team, and with getting the vert, it's going to you know push them even more to, you know, fight for that title. Um, yeah. You know, you brought up a key word and rebuild, and that's what I think Indiana's doing. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, We'll be seeing Turner out soon. We'll be seeing Sabonis out soon. Um, I think Brogdon might, might be the only one they might actually build around. Uh, or um, uh, Diarte. They're, they're, they have a, a great rookie in him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just a big rebuild in Indiana. Uh, they haven't really been any threat since, I think, Oladipo left. Yeah, uh, yeah. They haven't really had that much impact. You know, Brogdon was a great pickup from Milwaukee. Uh, Sabonis is a great pickup in that trade with OKC. Um, Turner just was a good draft pick. It just fell, fell in his hands. He's a, he's a good um, defensive player down low. Um, but no, as they said, we won't be seeing these Indiana players in Indiana as much longer. I think next season is going to be a big one for them. Um you know, every team has those stages where you have to go into the rebuild. Um, but excellent pursuit from Cleveland, jumping on the Levert trade. Uh, mm-hmm. We've seen him in Brooklyn before KD, Kyrie, everyone came. Um, we know what, he, what he's capable of doing. Um, he's a great, great guard. He's, he's a good offense player. He can play on both sides of the ball effectively and efficiently. Um just an all-around, I, th- I think it's a win-win. You know, Rubio adds that leadership. You can kind of mentor Brogdon a bit um, and Diarte. Um, and that pick's going to come in, I think, clutch. I think they're going to use that pick wisely for a good player. Um, but, yeah, all-around, all just a, 
I think win-win for both teams. Obviously, you know, compare Rubio to Levert. Levert's a way better player, but yeah, man. Rubio can play in any 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 uh, offense. You put him in there, he's uh, just a facilitator. So, um, yeah, good trade, good step forward, as you said, with Cleveland. And um, surprisingly, I thought that you know that was one. That's one trade. You know, we still have. Thursday, I think, till Thursday coming up. Uh, you know, Harden, Harden's been on the block a bit. Yeah. Uh, but I think recently they said no. But, um, you know, they were about to pull that Ben Simmons trade with Harden. No. How do you think that would have shaped up the East? It definitely would have shook it up. Um, I don't think it... Harden and Embiid sounds very, very interesting. Um, it, I think Philly need more. They do need having a James Harden and then having amazing role players is, is all that Philly needs. They don't need too many more role players, I think. They need to upgrade Danny Green because he's useless. Um, <laughs> you got yes. your you got your Seth Curry, you know, who can give you 16 to 18 points a game. You, know, you have Korkmaz there. Um, you have a uh, Maxi, yeah, yep. Maxi, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got you know Thibel with your with your fan. You got Shake Milton. So if they can just upgrade, you know, a one-two position. And add Harden, they definitely got enough to make it to make it work. But with the Nets on the other side, having Ben Simmons, I I just don't know if it would work. I don't. I really don't know. It it would it would help. It would definitely help. But I don't know if it would work. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> if Harden Hard- goes to Philly, Philly's on a roll right now, even without Simmons, you know, and Beats taking that leadership role. Right. You know, Tobias Harris is still easily drop 20, 22 points a game if you want him to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just how is two ball heavy players, you know, I was talking, someone sort about this in the group chat I was with, the, uh, he said, you know, you're going to add two ball-heavy players on a team with Harden and Embiid. Yeah. We don't know how that would work. You, you know, Harden, you know, you can get a triple-double if you want to. You can pass the ball if he wants to. Um, but I think if he goes to Philly, he's got to learn that this is – no, it's not his team. It's, this is Embiid's team. The offense runs to Embiid down low. Um, but also gives Embiid more option. He can kick it out easy to Harden. Um so I think it, Philly's going to win that trade if it, if it did happen, um, just because I think you can kind of mesh those two players together. Um, it'd be – but I, I wouldn't, you know, be surprised if, if it didn't work out with the Nets. You know, me personally, I, I think it will, you know, improve, you know, a lot. You're – in the way of, you know, Simmons ain't an offensive player. We know that. He can't shoot. Um, he's more to, on the defensive side. That's that's where he's most efficient. Um, 
you know, I think with Harden being gone, and I'm not saying Harden's a problem in Brooklyn, you know, there's a lot of problems with Brooklyn, which we'll get into soon. But uh, I think letting go of Harden is going to put the pressure off of, you know, not really Kyrie and KD, but I think you're going to get the ball in uh, more of the hands where you need the ball to be. Um, you know, I think, you know, I, as everyone said, you know, how would they be able to mesh those three star players together who are ball-dominant players? Um, you know, worked out a bit, but I think with him, Harden leaving is going to give the ball to KD more because uh, Harden Simmons won't be getting the ball. It'll just be used on the defensive set, defensive side of the ball. Um, as you know, with Kyrie, only now, you know, playing only a certain amount of games, um, you know, I think in, when KD gets back, it's going to add less pressure on KD and Kyrie to, you know, share the ball. Now they can share it between two people instead of three. Um, so I think it'd be a win-win for both sides. Um, but we'll just see what happens with how Harden connects with Embiid. Those are my thoughts on that, if that happens. Yeah. I think it wouldn't be worth it for Brooklyn to trade Harden to get Simmons because um, they would lose too much with Harden leaving. Um, if there was a way where they could obviously get Simmons there and not trade Harden, then I think it'd lock it down just because, like you said, Simmons adds the rebounding, you know, the assist. He would basically be a Draymond Green for them. Exactly. Um, which I do think he should play like already because, listen, I know Dr Draymond doesn't shoot the three ball well as he did before, but he's still a threat enough offensively, even though he barely shoots, right? And Simmons should be the exact same thing. He has the IQ to pass. He could defend, you know, he sees the court very well and he's taller than Draymond. He's more athletic. You know what I mean? So he should be a very athletic Draymond Green, but Simmons is still young. You know, he still has to learn more about the game. Uh, but that's where I think Ben Simmons' career is going to go down. It's going to be more about him pairing him with two stars, like how Draymond has Stephen Clay, is going to benefit Ben Simmons the most. Like, imagine a Ben Simmons in Portland with Damon CJ. Like, I think that would be ideal. Now, Portland did, it looks like they're going to blow up their team <laughs> with that trade uh, of Norman Powell and getting back Eric Bledsoe, uh, one of the worst players in the league. Um, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I don't think the Portland project is idealistic, but that's where I feel like Simmons will maximize his ability. But, yeah. Yeah, I know he's been linked to Portland. Um, that would definitely help Dame out. Um, you know, even if they do let go of McCollum, you know, we haven't really heard of McCollum's name in the past, I'd say like three seasons, I'd say. Um, he definitely, Dame definitely needs help there. Um, I think Simmons, 
you know, that would work, that would make in a, a very good defensive team. Uh, and then you have Dame on offense, uh, you know, Simmons is already, the other Simmons, uh, Simon, sorry. Um, he's looking like the next guy in Portland if, when Dame, or if Dame goes. Um, they, and, and they got a couple of good players there. I think they have uh, Nasir Little, I think, still in Portland. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to agree with that. I think Simmons is the best option is Portland if he does get traded. Um, even, like, I'm trying to think of another option here. Maybe, you know, Memphis really wants to make a playoff push. They uh, they trade for him. Uh-huh. I think the more games Simmons sets out, the less you know. Obviously, his value is going down and down. Um, so it's going to be easier for teams to you know just a couple of picks and you get Simmons. Um, now, if he was playing, then you'd have to add in a pretty you know efficient subpar star player. I'd say. Yeah. Uh, when, with him sitting out, it's going to make – the more games sits out, you know, the more – you know, the less they're going to ask for for Simmons. So, I think any team that's, that's looking to make a push makes a push. Um, if it's Cleveland again, you know, maybe you trade Kevin Love. You know? Yeah. And you, and you get and you get the uh, the young guys. Maybe you trade – I don't know. You have Mobley. He's a good center. Maybe you let go of – you know, let go of Markinen too, or you let go of Jared Allen. Um, uh, Cause you know, Cleveland, you have a lot of young, young people you can let go of. Um, and if you have picks, um, yeah. you know, Simmons would fit in there well in the, I think on the defensive side, you know, Garland and Levert can run the offense. Yeah. The Coral can kind of sit in the wing. Um, Simmons and Mobley, two good defensive players down low. Who can score into the basket easily? Um, I think that team would be, you know, an exciting team to watch if he goes to Cleveland. Um, do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't think Cleveland's going to pull a trigger again for Simmons. Um, but I think you know, besides Portland and besides Brooklyn, you know, I think teams looking for who are going to make the playoffs, but who really want a title contention, like Memphis Memphis or uh, Cleveland, definitely go for it. Even Utah, you know, maybe they need that third star in Utah. You know, Mitchell you know, and Gobert ain't it. They add, maybe they add Simmons. We don't know. <laughs> but teams, I think teams looking to make a push to the playoffs, uh, wait it out a bit, and then go for Simmons. Uh, maybe it's next season, but you know, bring it up. I think, I think I want Simmons in Cleveland now. I know just picturing that lineup. Uh, yeah. Be exciting, exciting to watch. Yeah. No, that's a good shout. Um, it would definitely be, I, I think it could work Simmons in Cleveland. The only reason why I don't think Philly would take the deal because Jared Allen would have to be part of the deal. And because they do have Embiid, um, and yeah, and Drummond. So I don't think it'd be worth it for them. But you know, if you throw in some guards, maybe maybe like a City Osman, a Markinen, yep. you know, 
a Kevin Love. Uh, you could you could definitely uh, work around it, and then Utah as well. Um, because even though Utah, you know, they play well in the regular season, I just see I come playoff time, it's just not gonna work. <laughs> I just, and then now that they have Ingles out as well, there's, I never really felt like they had enough to win, just because, um, their guard play is their main thing about them, and if you shut down their guard play, they don't really have much else. So, um, I'm not sure if they're going to – I know they, they re-signed Gobert, right? So, they're not going to trade him. Definitely not trading Donovan. So, the Utah experiment, it might they might blow it up. Um, or they might wait like Denver did. You know, Denver, we thought Denver was going to blow up the team. And then, you know, they got Jamal Murray. Jokic turned into something bigger. And then look where they're at now. So, Utah, we're going to have to wait and see. But, but I think, yeah, the, the Ben Simmons trade, when it does happen, will probably shake up the league. Um, whether he's in the Eastern Conference or Western Conference. But it's unlikely the, the trade to the Nets will happen. But I'll never say never because <laughs> it's uh, we know what the league is like. But speaking of the Brooklyn Nets... They are on currently an eight-game losing streak. Yes, they are, nice. As we know, I am a KD fan. You know, at the beginning of the season, there was a guy. Uh, there's a guy who's pretty popular on Twitter. His name's Rob Perez, and he said, "It looks like the Nets are gonna be heavenly, heavenly, heavily dependent on KD this season," and. I was I was a bit skeptical. I was like, no, nah, they should be all right. Like, if KD's not playing his best, they'll figure it out. But with KD gone down injured, and now these guys are on an A-game losing streak, it's I, – I don't really feel a sense of panic personally because I actually don't think the Nets are that good. <laughs> so I kind of I kind of expected this, uh, especially without Durant. Um, what, what do you think – their struggles, why are they struggling so bad right now? What do you think? Um, I think it's definitely the lack of appearance from the Stars. Even if it's injury or it's Kyrie not playing because of the vaccine. Um, and now, you know, teams have easily picked up on Harden's play style. He's played it his last two or three seasons in Houston. Um, right now, it's just him. So, you know, teams are easily, easily um, know how to defend his type of play style. A lot of iso ball, you know, him with the ball, that's it. Um, even and with the new rule coming in with leading into defenders, um, it's slowed down, Harden a bit. Um, so I think just the rule changes, the lack of appearance uh, of stars, um, I think – the depth is not there as it should be there. Um, and I, I just think that this team is so heavily relied on their stars to produce offense that throughout the season, the rest of the team just said, okay, we don't have to really have to do much. You know, we have three stars. 
uh, we don't have to worry about injuries or anything. Um, and I don't think they were pre prepared for anything, the worst scenario to happen, which is now with everyone, you know, being absent. So I just don't think the, the bench was ready for this heavy workload. Mm. Um, I think they just kind of relied on the stars that produce offense and then they were just there kind of supporting when they needed to support. Um, and I think, you know, Brooklyn got too exciting when they got the three stars and they just signed, you know, everyone that think was good, like Blake Griffin, you know, when you think of Blake Griffin, he's still, you know, he, he, when you get signed, you know, he was a big name in Clippers and Detroit. And then we, oh, okay, dang, you know, Blake, you know, Blake Griffin, you know, but people don't really know that, you know, he's kind of washed. Uh, same with, with Aldridge. Uh, oh, you know, they just signed Aldridge, you know, he was, and they, they keep reminiscing about how good they were in the past. But, you know, I think they got too excited and it, they just started signing players just because, you know, they were good in the past and they aren't good now. Just yes. to add that popularity to Brooklyn. And they were just like, okay, you know, these stars aren't going to get injured, so we can have these old kind of washed players on our team. You know, they don't want to do, they don't want to do much. They're just here to bring popularity. And now with these guys, these guys out, these old, you know, future Hall of Famers can't keep up with these, the young NBA now. So I think it's overall lack of appearance, rule changes. And I don't think the bench was ready for this workload. Yeah, because the roster definitely has scoring around it. Um, they've had to rely on Patty Mills way too much, way too much to bail them out of a lot of games. Um, same thing with Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, there is scoring there. I just feel like the offense, the way the offense is played is, it's not to the standard it should be. Um, there should be a lot more ball movement within their offense. Um, just so the other guys are constantly involved, uh, constantly getting shots, not just shooting threes in the corner. Um, I understand with players like Kyrie and KD, um, you have to have a lot of isolation plays, right? Because the best thing they can do is go one-on-one. -on -one. But I think it's easy to say they should model their game after the Warriors, <laughs> just like everyone should. But you see how the way the Warriors play, there's a lot of ball movement, you know, off-ball screens and stuff like that. I feel the Nets should take a similar approach. You know, get guys like Bembry and Patty Mills, you know, even Blake. Get more guys to create and, you know, move off the ball rather than just stand in the corner and waiting. Because realistically, they're going to be out of rhythm. It's the same thing for when the bench unit comes in. Um, there should be a lot more touches all around rather than, okay, you take 10 shots in a game, but seven of them, you know, are catch and shoot threes. They're never going to get a rhythm like that. And then that's where you're relying on, you know, KD or Harden or Kyrie too much. So, because we've seen where, I know you remember well when they played Chicago, right? <laughs> and everyone thought Chicago was going to uh, destroy them. And I'm pretty sure the Nets beat them by like 28, 27. 
So this was maybe last month. Yep. And I was like, that's the Nets playing at their best. But that's when everybody was getting good shots. Everybody was, you know, the ball movement was infectious. That's when the Nets were at their best. When they play like that, obviously they're they're, they're pretty much unbeatable. But they can repeat those performances. That's why I think um, they still have a puncher's chance. But right now, they're in the gutter. <laughs> they are. Um, you think it's uh, Steve Nash's approach? Or do you think it's something else? Definitely. They've... I know they haven't been as healthy as well. They've had the most lineups, like uh, different lineups in the league. So... That's a factor as well, because you can't really get a stable offense without continuity and consistency. So that that plays a big part as well. But I do think even last year, it wasn't as smooth as it should be. But that was his first year. So with more experience, it should be better this year. Yeah, you think you think this year, if it's, uh, you know, if they don't win it, you know, if they don't go, if they don't win at all, you think, you think you see some changes? You think Nash is out? You think Harden's gone? You think Kyrie's gone? I think it depends how they lose. <laughs> um, if they lose in the first round, I think Nash is gone, but the players will stay. Um, if they go to the conference finals, um, I think everyone stays and they try it for one more season. Maybe Harden signs like a one year with a player option. Um, they try it out. If it doesn't work then, then I think Harden leaves. Kyrie, I don't know the whole situation with the vaccine. So it will be harder to move on from Kyrie, but they, they may, that's when they might, you know, all right, let's give Kyrie away and go get Ben Simmons, you know? Um, they, they could try that as well. So I think if they lose, it'll be how they lose, to which will dictate some changes. Uh, I, I honestly, I don't know. I think, I think, you know, even if they don't, you know, I think this is potentially Nash's last year. Right. Um, I think, I think they move on with, uh, uh, Tony or I I, I forgot to say his name, uh, Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, uh, yeah, he left, right? Yeah, he left the coaching staff. Oh, you left? Oh, well, okay. I thought you were still assistant coach. Nah, he left. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Um, I think I think they pursue another coach next year, and um, I'm gonna say Nash. You know, Nash. He, you walked right into a gold mine, you know, when you have three of, you know, arguably best players, each position, mm-hmm. um, and you walk into the gold mine, you know, I think, I think it is, he bit off more than he could chew. Uh, I just think, think he was ready to coach uh, these caliber caliber of players you know i think mm-hmm. when you're a coach and you're first starting off as a coach like nash is i think you go into a team that's rebuilding or 
um, you know, just to get some experience. Uh, and then you can start, you know, get the experience on your belt. Then you know how to watch. You can read out the teams over your years of coaching. Um, I don't think shoving a guy who's never coached before into a system where you're expected to win the championship right away uh, is going to work. Yeah. Unless you're, I don't know, used to coach overseas or used to coach somewhere, you know. Nash is just at home sitting watching TV doing his daily life. Uh, I don't think he was ready to take on this challenge. Um, I don't think he still is. I don't think he's got used to the coaching, whole coaching thing in the NBA and reading the systems and, you know, play calls. Um, and I think he's trying to implement his own play style back in like early 2000 with him and Stoudemire in Phoenix. I don't think, I don't think it's going to work. Um, I think they pursue a next coach next year. I think Harden's gone in the off season. Um, the whole Kyrie situation, you know, everyone's saying trade him. Um, I give Kyrie, I'd say, two seasons left in Brooklyn. Uh, I think KD is just you know, the guy who stays there. Uh, eventually, I think he's going to get fed up. Yeah. The situation. Um, where does he go? I don't know. I think he goes back. You know, I, I think he's starting to like what he's seeing in OKC. He like, I think he's going to go play with Shy. you know, return to OKC. Um I mean, I wanted to, obviously, just because I think the whole NBA would, would like that. Um, you know, or maybe he goes and, I don't know, maybe he re, re, reconnects with Westbrook somewhere. We don't know. Uh, or maybe somehow uh, LeBron tries to get Kyrie to L.A. and then they swap Westbrook with Kyrie. Um and then Kyrie's reconnected with LeBron in LA and Westbrook's reconnected with KD in Brooklyn. We don't know. Uh, I just give, I think Harden's gone next year. I think Nash is gone next year. Uh, Kyrie's two seasons. KD, I'll give him, he'll sign, he'll resign a contract for like two to three years and then he's gone after that. But this year it's a winner, winner nothing. I think it's everything. You don't win here. Um, you'll see a lot of changes in Brooklyn. Yeah, I agree. Um, they're they really need to figure it out this season. Um, once they do, well, the playoffs will will show will show everything it needs to show, and then from there, I think that's where they'll they'll probably blow up the team. I feel like they're not really scared. To blow it up, but they know they have a window. Uh, this was the same thing that happened when you remember when KG, Paul Pierce, you know, Derrod Williams <laughs> all linked up. It, it's the same thing. They they kind of went for broke. Um, the situation obviously was a bit different because they signed these players a lot older, past their primes. And now you have three players in their prime, so you don't really want to waste this opportunity. But if it's not working, it's not working. So We'll see how we'll see where things go. Yeah, uh, you know, NBA is 
every you know nothing goes to plan in NBA. You know, everyone thinks this, and that's the beauty beauty of sports. You know, everything is not doesn't go to plan, which adds the excitement level. Um, but the off season, I think this is gonna be one of the biggest off seasons we see in a while. Uh, especially with everyone being the block, you know, Simmons, Harden, Kyrie, uh, you know, where does Sabonis go? Where does Turner go? Where do, you know, uh, where does Westbrook go? Uh, what happens in LA? What happens in, with the Clippers? Do you think George is gone? We don't know. Um, this is going to be another shakeup of the league. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a big, big off season. I'm excited for the draft. I don't, I don't really care. I don't think it's, you know, the popularity of this year's draft is doesn't really excite me. Um, but free agency, you know, I think there's only a couple teams that I, don't, I think won't change, and that's going to be like Memphis, Golden State, Chicago. Uh, I think Cleveland doesn't do anything else. Uh, but the big teams like L.A., the two L.A. teams, Brooklyn, uh, Philly, uh, I think Milwaukee stays the same. I don't think they change anything. Uh, Denver doesn't do anything. Uh, I think those three teams it is named. That's where the shakeup's going to happen. So we'll see what happens in the offseason. It's going to be big. Um, I got nothing else here to cover on the NBA wise. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I know um, with the uh, the standings are going to move around quite a bit. Um, All-Star break is coming up in two weeks, I believe. Yep. It should be February 20th. Um, so that will be an exciting time. We're still waiting for uh, the announcements for three-point contests. I know Van Vliet. Uh, we'll be in it as well. So that'll be good to see. And uh, football, you know, the Premier League is returning this week, thankfully. <laughs> um, it was a big break with, you know, the AFCON internationals. Um, so hopefully we'll get a lot more Arsenal discussions, unfortunately, but <laughs> hopefully it'll be possible. Hopefully it'll be positive. So, uh, yeah, I think that's everything for this episode. Yeah, I think that covers it. Um, you know, thanks for, you know, tuning in, listening. Uh, make sure to try to reach out to us somehow. Um, you know, if you know us a person or something, let us know who drafted a better team. Um, definitely going to be me. Uh, so I don't have to worry about it. Uh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, catch you next Tuesday uh, for episode 15. Only 15 yes, episodes in. That's crazy. Yep. 15 weeks of Sports Bible. Uh, I know. But yeah, we'll catch you guys next, next Tuesday. Take care. Take care. Uh.